All right, we are back, and standing by on this last segment is Amalia Andrade calling in from Spain. Good morning, Amalia. Good morning. Thank you so much for calling in. I was really interested in your book, especially it feels like perfect timing with Valentine's Day, and I just want to mention to the listeners, it's called You Always Change the Love of Your Life for Another Love or Another Life. And the name of my show, Amalia, is Get the Funk Out, and I feel like what you did with the writing, it just, am I right in saying that it really helped you through a tough time? Yeah, it helped me a lot. I think it saved me, actually, because I was, I mean, heartbreak, it can feel very, very awful to me. It was a very, very hard time, and writing this book uh, really helped me through that, so I hope it helped the readers, too. I feel like you also have a sense of humor, which helps. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I do. (laughs) Um, Because, like, I was reading something, and... um, there was something I wrote recently about how uh, I decided to throw all my old love letters in a lit grill and torched everything. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds amazing. Sounds familiar, right? Didn't you do something similar? (laughs) Yes, I did something similar. Um, I think, you know, I I do that a lot. Like when, whenever I feel like I want to put something behind me, whether it's, love letters that remind me of someone mm-hmm. or whether it's uh, I don't know a bunch of feelings that or things that are making me feel bad I like to write a list and then burn them away I think that'll always help but the, back to the sense of humor um, I think this book I wrote it and when I wrote it I wanted it to be a very serious book mm-hmm. but then I'm a I'm a Colombian, and as a Colombian, in order to survive the horrible things that my country has had to endure, I think I I grabbed from 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 comedy, and yes. and I used comedy to survive. So the book ended up being something that is serious, but it's also going to make you laugh a lot, or that I hope. I think it's great because we need humor to, to not make ourselves so sick over a breakup or something devastating. And you have a, such a good balance of being witty and then you integrate pop culture and different things like that. Yes, I think also when when we have our heart broken, we need to do, I don't know, the references. Mm-hmm. I think our cultural references and pop cultural references can be very helpful, you know, because, for example, Taylor Swift, I think uh, she has been through a lot of different relationships, so you can say, like, if, if she can survive, then I can survive, too, or Jennifer right. Aniston. Oh, yes. You know? Yes. And you mentioned Cher. Jennifer- oh, sorry, go ahead. You mentioned Jennifer Aniston. Yes, like, if she survived that thing with Brad Pitt, I mean, we can survive everything. <laughs> That's true. And you mentioned a share with her song. Do you believe in life after love? And I remember you you answered with uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When you have your heart broken, or in my case especially, I was like, Mm-mm, I'm done. Like this is it. Like I'm not gonna experience love again. Yes. Like I'm not gonna go through that again. And also, it was it was really sad. I was like. Love doesn't exist, and I know it sounds so dramatic, but yes. <laughs> I when you try 
when you give everything and when you try everything and when you do absolutely whatever is on your hands to make a relationship work and it doesn't work, you can feel very, very down, you know, and you can feel very depressed and all out of optimism on, on relationships. But it does get better. I mean, this book is is not a negative book. It right. is a book that I think it's designed more to, to make you feel like you have a friend you can talk to. I like that. It's, I'm... I'm not an expert, you know, I'm not I'm not a psychologist, I am not um a coach, I am not a therapist. Um I did research, I did a lot of research, so I did talk to many psychologists and coaches and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but I wanted the book to 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 feel like yes, like when you're reading it, you could feel like you were just having a conversation with a friend and in that conversation learning things that will make you feel better, and I hope it works like that. I like that. You know, I, I have this viewpoint that in order to to get through something that's really hard, you have to just face all that pain and deal with it, and I like that you put it into a book, and you added humor, and, and it captures where you were at that point in time in your life, and it allowed you to move on, because, I mean... You know, I, I actually looked you up on Google, and I know you're probably in a much better, happier place right now. Yes, I am. I am in a in a pretty happy place. I'm in a, a wonderful, wonderful relationship, and mm-hmm. um, I am. It wasn't easy, you know. I think no. um, not only because of the heartbreak, but because my specific case was a heartbreak so bad that it made me question very hardly how we relate to love. And I came to understand wow. that we have no idea how to love. I mean, yeah. high schools, they should have a class of intelligence, uh, of emotional intelligence. I mean, we should have less algebra, more yes. emotional intelligence in high school because yes. we have no idea how to love. Yeah. And then we learn from, yes, we learn from our parents, from our family, but we also have, you know, um, cultural references. I, I mean, we learn how to love from movies. Mm-hmm. And in my case, I mean, my generation, we, for example, I personally learned from love from The Little Mermaid. Oh, really? And <laughs> it, Yes, I did. And if you see, have you seen The Little Mermaid? Yes, I have. So tell me. Well, if you remember, mm-hmm. if you remember, Ariel was this amazing girl. She was a princess. Yes. She had everything, including economic stability, which mm-hmm. is something I would never, ever give up. Okay. But that's another whole conversation. Yes. <laughs> but, and she was super talented. She, she had the most amazing voice. I mean, Beyonce would be jealous of Ariel's voice. Mm-hmm. And she gives up. She decides she's going to give up her voice in order to go chase a guy she has seen, like, twice, maybe. Right. So that is really messed up. That's sure. crazy with you. Yes. I know that's crazy. And, and it's not the case, for example, for the new generations. Have you watched Frozen? Yes, I have. I like that movie. I am in love with that movie, <laughs> and, and people are always like, why are you so crazy in love with that movie? And I'm like, because it's so important that the new generation is learning that what saves you is not romantic love, but yes. fraternal love, or the love to your sisters, your siblings, or your family. Right. That is amazing. Yes. So 
I think we should really consider and rethink how we we relate to one another and how we love and this book consider that that options, you know, because in the book the first part of the book it's all about how to deal with your heartbreak, but then the second part of the book is how to find love after love. Mhm. And you got After love love. I love love. Sorry. And you've got a dictionary of yeah. foolproof passive aggressive phrases. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Can you share? Can you share a few? That's my favorite part of the book. What, you want to share a few? Yeah, I don't have the book with me oh, right now because I'm on. Uh, um, but do you have it with you? No, I don't have it with me either. Sorry. All right, I'll, you know what? I'll no, be, don't worry. I'll, I'll post some on my blog. I'll get a hold of it and uh, post them on my show blog because I put all your information up on my show blog. Get the funk out show. dot kuci dot org. Um, what else would you like people to know about you? Um, about me? Well, I hope you you go buy the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm sure it's going to make you laugh and cry, and I'm I promise you it's going to be helpful. And if you feel in a place right now where you don't need a a guide for being heartbroken, then it makes an amazing gift. <laughs> I promise <laughs> you that. And I don't know. I'm just um. This Colombian girl with really big dreams. Um, I want to be one day the Beyonce of books. So remember my name. I hope I can make it. I love it. And and you want to be that's that. You want to be a mix between Sylvia Plath and Tina Fey. Yes. Why is that? I like that. Sounds, that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sylvia is so amazing. It's yeah. so amazing, and and she's so poetic and. She inspired me deeply, but also has Tina Fey. I mean, I think humor. I think sometimes as a writer, I think humor isn't isn't given enough space in literature, and I hope it does. And I really, really like it, and and I hope I can be a mix of those amazing women one day. I think that's great. Um, again, I put your information on my show blog um, towards the bottom of your bio. It says um, you have so many more stories to share from your upbringing under the Cali cartel to attending rehab for love addiction. What was it like to attend rehab for love addiction? It was crazy, but it was also one of the best things that happened to me. Um, actually, I didn't want to. I know nowadays there exists like... Um, love and sex addiction programs. Mm -hmm. For me, it wasn't the case. I didn't go to one of those places. I just, literally, I called a rehab center. I was like, I'm I'm feeling really bad, and I need to go there. And they were like, oh, but do you have a drinking problem? And I was like, no, I don't. Actually, I don't drink. Okay. And so they were, oh, okay, so do you have a a substance abuse problem? And I was like, no, I'm just really (laughs) heartbroken, but... Yeah. (laughs) And I know it sounds crazy, but I, like, going to a therapist once a week, it's not going to do it for me. I feel like I really need to to be in a space um, where I can focus only on, on mending and on healing. And they were like, well, that sounds crazy. Do, do you realize this is a rehab center? Uh, but they considered my case, and they took me in. Oh, so I was there with, yes, and I was there, and it was an amazing experience where I learned many things, and mainly all this I was talking to you about uh, before about how 
we relate, how we relate to others and what really, I don't know, wrong ideas we have about love. For example, the fact that we are incomplete if we don't have somebody or that, you know, soulmates exist. I, I, I'm a romantic. I do believe that soulmates exist, but sometimes society puts so much, much pressure on the, on the soulmate narrative that we feel alone. Right. That's a lot of pressure, too, to put on people, you know? Yes, it is. And, you know, I can go very deep on that subject because <laughs> that is, I have studied that a lot. But mm-hmm. the whole romantic idea, the whole romantic notions on love has really uh, basically made us live um, always unsatisfied. We always feel like... For example, we're in a relationship and it is a good, normal relationship and we're like, oh no, this, this, is, this isn't their love or this isn't my soulmate so I should end this and stop spending my life and go seek for that one big special love and uh. that's not how, how, how love works, you know? Right. What would you say, I know we have to wrap up soon, but... Um what advice would you give people like how you took care of yourself in this really tough time, you know, when you were so upset and you were going to rehab and what did, what did you do to really take care of yourself? I, I, what I did is I disconnected in order to connect. I think I love social media. I mean, I waste a lot of time in Instagram. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, of course, I use the Internet a lot, but sometimes I think we are so connected to, to the Internet that we are not living our lives and that we are not creating, creating spaces to help us connect with ourselves. Yes. And I think that at the bottom of every heartbreak story or every love story is our self-esteem. So oh, yeah. we need time for ourselves, like for ourselves, with ourselves. So I would recommend to meditate. Uh, meditation sounds really difficult, but it's really easy, mm-hmm. especially if you use apps. There, there are apps that, that can teach you to meditate uh, easily. You can also, also write. Writing is a very, very therapeutic uh, tool that I recommend. Or even drawing. Um, many people think they don't know how to draw, and when they start drawing, they discover they actually do because you never forget how to draw. One thing is to think you draw in a beautiful way or in an ugly way, but you definitely know how to draw. So drawing is very therapeutic too, so I would recommend that. I like that. Where can people find out more about you, Amalia? Uh, you can find me in my website. It's amaliaandrade.com or in Instagram at amaliaandrade uh, or Google me. If you Google the, the title of my book, you always change the love of your life for another love or another life. Uh, you will find me. Fantastic. And the book also, please buy the book. It's uh, You can buy it on Amazon or you can buy it on your favorite bookshop okay. or you can find it on Target also. So go and check it out. And it's translated into a lot of other languages, isn't it? 
Yes, uh, the book was written originally in Spanish, but it's in German, Italian, Turkish, Russian, Polish. I think I have them all. Yes. That is amazing. Fantastic. Thank you. Because no matter Thank what you. language you speak, we all have broken, busted hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right? And I think in, you know, I think it happens in, in my country, for example, for example, we are in very divided times. Like, it feels like the country is very divided. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to get political, but I like those emotional things, and I like the fact that in Heartbreak, we are all the same. And it yeah. gives me hope. I always say that in when times are difficult or when people are divided, just remember in Heartbreak, we are all the same. I like that. Well, so that's a wrap for us. I want to thank you so much, Amalia, for calling in. No, thank you very much. Have a nice day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Amalia Andrade calling in, uh, actually from Madrid. She was calling in. If you missed any part of our conversation, it will be up on the show blog within an hour or so after I wrap. I wrap at 10, and then Sheldon Abbott comes into the studio uh, with Cure for the Blues. Uh, let me just tell you, I am on Twitter at moms underscore rock and KUCI's and Twitter at KUCI-FM. We're on Instagram at KUCI-FM, Tumblr, blog.kuci.org, and Facebook at KUCI 88.9. So that's a wrap for me. We're going to listen to a couple songs at the end of this uh, segment. Jeff Buckley is coming up with the last goodbye. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.